Welcome to another episode of Gamer Geeks and Girls. I'm your host, Lori. has definitely been a crazy year for everybody, but as we count down to the end of the year, I wanted to look back on the video games that I played and give my opinion on how they are. So I wanted to start off with my personal favorite of the year, which was Final Fantasy VII The Remake. I don't know how many of you played it or if you were interested in playing it, but Final Fantasy VII was my favorite PS game. And the fact that they came out with the remake was so exciting to me that I pre-ordered it and I couldn't wait and I played it the moment I got it. It took about two weeks to finally get through the game and then another two weeks to complete all of the missions and get platinum on the game. It was not an easy challenge whatsoever. But let me start out with the things that I love about the game. The game is beautifully set. I mean, they really went into detail on the cities and the towns and the people I felt more connected to the characters than I did playing the original game. And so when certain characters died, no spoiler alert, I cried. I did. It was so heartbreaking and so moving. And it was definitely an experience that I didn't have the first time playing the original game. And the game definitely is worth the money in my opinion. Granted, the game only focuses on the entire time that you're in Midgar. So it doesn't even touch into the other parts and the other cities and towns that you can visit outside. Those are coming later. Hopefully they'll be just as good. But this particular game just focuses on Midgar. Now, if you played the original game, then you would know that Midgar itself took about an hour and a half to two hours to get through originally just on its own. So you can imagine how long it took to get through Midgar in this game, which was a lot more expanded. To get through Midgar on my first run was about 30 hours. And then in total to get the platinum, it took about 96 hours for me to get through the whole game. It was interesting to see how they would actually expand the game. Um, They definitely touched upon characters that we didn't see in the past and also missions that they didn't have in the past and I think everybody's most frustrating mission was doing the pull-ups on the pull-up bar and trying to beat that character I think out of the whole game even beating it on platinum that was the most difficult thing for me and it took me so many hours just to win and I was doing perfect so it was very frustrating and let's face it trying to catch those cats wasn't exactly the highlight of my experience either. But either way, it was a lot of fun. When it came to platinuming, I was extremely excited and relieved because I was one hit away from actually losing. So I beat the game with one hit to spare. So that was pretty exciting. Now for anybody who is interested in actually playing the game, one thing that I would strongly, strongly suggest is before you try to platinum the game, the one piece of accessory that you absolutely 100% need is the Gotterdammerung, which is an accessory that is won during one of the simulations when you beat it on hard. and. Let me tell you, if it wasn't for this one accessory, I wouldn't have been able to get through a great portion of the game. Having that accessory was the best thing that I did. So the way that I obtained it was after beating the game on normal difficulty, I went back to this particular simulation and I beat it on hard before I even attempted to play the game on hard. And it was completely 
worth it. So please, if you do decide to play the game, I strongly suggest that that is where you start. I do really look forward to seeing how this game plays out and how everything else goes. Um, I'm really excited for the next portions of the game and I really hope that they put just as much detail into those portions as they did to the Midgar section but then I also can't imagine how huge of a file that game is going to be because that game was already big um, with the original game coming in three discs. It should be interesting but I'm excited and I can't wait and hopefully we get more information on that in 2021. So the next game that I wanted to talk about is one that I think many of us have waited so many years for, which is Kingdom Hearts 3. And after Kingdom Hearts 2, we all wanted there to be a 3, but then they kept coming out with all these little sub-stories and sub-games, and it really wasn't what we wanted. So when they announced Kingdom Hearts 3, a lot of us were weary, but when we finally got to see the preview of it, it was an exciting moment. And playing it was a lot of fun, but I feel like there was so much story to it and so many cutscenes. So it would be you play for a second, there'd be a cutscene. You play for another second, there's another cutscene. And it just became overwhelming to the point where toward the end of the game, I just wanted to get to the end. And so I would skip cutscenes and maybe that's my fault, but I was totally lost story-wise. And I think I got lost a long time ago, to be honest, because I think there's just so much information and so many convoluted storylines that it's just very easy to get distracted and confused. But what I liked about it was that they gave you a breakdown on what happened in all the games, not just one and two, but all the other additional games. And they really break down the story and what's going on. So that does help. But again, with part three, there were just so many cutscenes that I just got tired of it. I just really wanted to play the game without having to deal with the enormous amount of cutscenes. Playing the new worlds though was a blast, especially when it came to the big hero six world, San Francisco. Mainly because I love the movie. I love of the characters so being able to play in that world was a lot of fun and I also really enjoyed the Toy Story world I thought that was a lot of fun having those extra characters playing in the Frozen world and also in the Tangled world was also a lot of fun and having those new characters but we also get some of the old favorites that we're used to so we still have Mount Olympus which is Hercules but they added some new things which was fun and they also have the Hundred Acres Wood which can get annoying as in the past. Um, they also added a point where you can help little chef, the little mouse from Ratatouille, and you can help him find recipes and try to cook the recipes, which is annoying, at least for me. I'm still working on trying to get all the trophies for that, but for the most part, it's a very fun game and definitely worth it. Now, the next game I want to talk about is a game that I was excited for, and I'm actually still playing, so I don't have much information on that over on the overall gameplay, but Last of Us 2 was a game that I was really excited about and it takes place a few years after the events of The Last of Us 1 and right now I'm at the point of the game where I'm actually I actually switched main characters and I so I am now playing as the antagonist of the game which is interesting. I am I am enjoying the game but there are a few problematic things that I don't care for and I'm not going to spoil anything but I'm still playing it. Hopefully 
I'll have a better review for it later on. So one game that I wanted to talk about as well, which I don't think is as popular as any of the other ones that I've mentioned, is Life is Strange 2. Now, I played Life is Strange and Life is Strange Before the Storm last year, and I really enjoyed the game. It was a very simple game in terms of um, what you need to do. It's a very story-driven and narrative game, and your only goals are to essentially make decisions, and that's how you get through the game. So there's no action sequence, there's no fighting, nothing like that. It's just every decision you make has a consequence, and that's how you get through it. The stories are very well done. The soundtracks are amazing and I was excited for part two just to see these new characters in this world and what I liked about them is that the characters were Mexican so it wasn't centered around white characters but Mexican and it also delved into the prejudice that Mexicans face and the racial issues that are taking place so they incorporated that into the video game and I think they did it in a way where it just felt very real and you really feel bad for these characters but the endings I think for the game are a lot more dramatic than the endings for the last two games so trying to get a specific ending really depended on how you played the game and the decisions you made throughout the game and I think there were about four or five different endings and they're very different so it was a very fun game to play and even re play to try to get another ending and definitely worth it I think the whole series is worth it and the whole series like the soundtrack is amazing um and I definitely think that you know more people should play it so I didn't get to play a lot of video games this year despite the fact that we're all still kind of quarantined in this pandemic but I also had a lot of school so I was also in school for the last three semesters I also had work and I also have kids so it has been a struggle to be able to keep up with any new video games those were the new ones that I actually played this year but that didn't stop me from trying to platinum some old games that I had played in the past so I was able to platinum the Life is Strange trilogy right now um and my absolute favorite I was able to platinum Detroit Become Human which if you haven't played it is such a phenomenal game and the fact that there's I don't know an endless amount of possibilities for that game and the different directions the story takes it it's almost as if you have a million games all in one so the game itself has about 85 endings and about a thousand different ways to get there so you can play this game different just about every time you actually play it's interesting to see it so it's definitely a fun game and it's a fun replayable game because it literally becomes a different game every time you replay it if you make different decisions so that one's one of my favorites even though it didn't come out this year but I was able to platinum it so that was a lot of fun. Right now my platinums are six so I have thus far platinum six games and my husband and I are sort of in this weird competition to see who can platinum the most games and I'm winning by two so he only has four and I'm working my way through the other games and now that I have a break in between school I plan on playing a lot of other games which I still kind of have on the shelf waiting so I can't wait to tell you all about those. The last game that I want to tell you about is a game that really has no ending to it which is 
uh, Animal Crossing's New Horizon. Um, it was a game that was gifted to my daughter when it came out and she was more excited than all of us. I've never played Animal Crossing, but I know that it has a very large following. So it was the first time that we played and I have my own little house, my own little person, and I could understand the appeal of it, but I quickly got bored of it because there's not much that you can really do. I mean, you can have your goals of making, you know, the house what you want it to, but other than that, there's really nothing else that I can do, especially since I don't have control of the overall island. That's my daughter's job. So for that, I'm not crazy about the game. I can understand, like I said, I can understand its appeal. I can see why a lot of people like it. It is relaxing to play, but it's not a game that I can get sucked into. However, The Sims is one that I can definitely spend hours a day playing. And it's funny because I saw a meme about The Sims where it's like, oh, you know, when it comes to The Sims, you can play every day, all day for a whole week and then not pick it up again for two years. And I completely understand what they meant by that because that's how I am with The Sims where I'll get this little burst of addiction to it and then it just stops for a while and then I come back to it and then it just stops. So it's this weird um, seesaw when it comes to the game but it's always a favorite of mine and one that I've always enjoyed playing ever since the very first Sims. So that's definitely worth it. That's all for today on video games but I hope you enjoyed my little short synopsises and hopefully by next year I'll have played games more in detail so I'll be able to give more detailed reviews on the ones that I play. Thanks and have a great new year! Thank you.